Hi, I'm Mahdi, and this is the fourth episode of my Complex Stranger podcast. When I first met Ross, I didn't like him at all. But then once I got to know him, I saw that he's really sweet and caring and very generous. I mean, all I'm saying is don't judge Ross before you get to know him, all right? I mean, you know, I like all you guys now. But when I first met you, you know, Kurt, I thought, you know, abrasive drunk. Um, Lola, mind-numbingly stupid... And, okay, you guys, gold digger, cradle-robbing perv. So, I think you all know what I mean. episode you'll get to know jane by listening to the story of her life please find the link to her portrait in the description of this episode happy listening so my name is jane so i come from thailand so from the south like i live in hajai so it was city in the south near malaysian yeah so i am half chinese and half Thai, like my dad is 100% Chinese, but he born in Thailand. So like his mom and his dad was moving to Thailand, like by the boat in the past. Like I don't know, like immigration from China to Thailand. And then he born there. Yeah, but some of his brother are still in China, like they born in Thailand and then my grandma and grandpa sent them back to to China uh. to to study and grow up there. So my dad can speak like basic Chinese. I think some some kind of Chinese, but I cannot speak any. Because I think my dad said when I was young, like when I cannot speak yet, he tried to communicate with us in Chinese. But then... He give up because we always answer in Thai. <laughs> so he was like, after we always answer in Thai, then he just give up on it. Yeah. So that's why I also cannot speak Chinese. Yeah. And then us growing up, I don't know, I very bad at English. Mm. Until, I mean, I, I always not as good as in English until I was... In university. So I cannot speak English at all. Like cannot speak like at all. Like in university, of course, I study, I get C. So I mean, I'm not like kind of horrible. Like because in when you have to go to university, you have to do the test. Including know? English? Including English. Mm-hmm. And my English was like be below the points that they have to you have to study extra one extra uh-huh. English because my score is not like I think it have you have to get at least thirty score in one hundred to to just go on with the English in university. Mm-hmm. But if you get below that you have to do another course. So I think my English kept bad then. And then because I start and then as I go to university, I study animal science. 
because first I want to study some kind of art when I was younger, but then my mom say, "Why, if you're good at art, you will be good at art." It's about like, what do you call? If you like for art and for something, if you have the talent, you don't need to study it, and if you study art. It don't make a lot of money, <laughs> like for the Asian point of view. Yes. So my mom doesn't allow me to to study art. I think, like my family, also my sister, because they feel like you can study something else and art as a habit. Because I mean, why why should you study art? That I think, I mean, that's it. Also Asian. Thinking you should be good at study, like some science should be something like you know not art or not something mm-hmm. that you not get stable job or something. So that why I choose animal science because I like animal. I don't know. Yeah. So, as I I think I I study. Where did you study? Like, uh, at Prince of Songha University, so one of the famous city in Thailand. So yeah. So you left your parents for for university. No, the university is very close to my house, so I still can live at home. And go to university. I mean, it's just ten minutes from my house. Actually, I mean, it have a lot of. A lot of places that you can study, right? But I mean, in that time, I also didn't feel like I should go far away. Like I, I lost my brother when I was in the last year of high school. Yeah, so I lost my brother. Yeah, it's okay. So, and I also feel like I want to be close to home, because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. So by that, I I study at. And I mean, I don't want to go to Bangkok because I feel like it will not, it will not shame much because I don't know what I really like. Mm-hmm. You know, I just study what I think I can do well. But for example, I choose animal side because I like animal. But to be honest, like I don't know. Maybe because in Thailand, you just study, 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 mm-hmm. and you young. So I never find something I dearly like. I mean, until now, I still looking for something I dearly passionate about. Like, I mean, I like kind of that or cooking, for or painting or do anything with. I mean, yeah, it's some kind of art. Yeah, but I mean, I still don't don't know if I should study it, if I should do something with it, and yeah. And in uni in university they have to study four year, but as I finish early, like I study very hard and I finish three year and half, so by that I I don't know what I thinking in that time. But I want I I see people go to work and travel program in US, so you can go to US work for three month and you can travel in one month. So as I finish university for. Three and a half year, and I don't know what going to me. Even I cannot speak English whatsoever. <laughs> But then I decide, okay, let's go to US. Why not? So I asked one friend of mine if she want to go with me, and then she say, "Yeah, why not?" <laughs> so she also didn't have any plans. So that why we I asked my family. At first, my mom didn't want me to go because. Honestly, I never even go to another city alone. Let a lot, let alone like go to another country alone. You know, I mean, of course, I went to Malaysia, and Singapore before, but with university or with school, but never alone. So by that, me and my friend go to, and when I asked my mom, she was like, "No," like she said, "There is no." And at some point, I don't know how I push her, or maybe I am very a stubborn person. Mm. 
So I answer and answer again, and she say yes. So after she say yes, I just pay for reserving the spot. And when I tell my sister, my sister even surprised. And she asked, where did you get the money to book it? And I was like, mom, give it to me. And she was like, no. No, no way that mom give it to you. How? How? Because my sister is older than me and she never, also never go. Mm. Right? So she also very surprised that my mom let me go, you know? So I was like, yeah, I don't know, but... She she okay about it now, so after she okay, I just pay for it. And then, yeah. And then after that, I go to U.S. with my friend. So I think in U.S., I, I realized that the English is not... I think before when I was young, I always think that it's difficult and I close myself to it. I don't want to accept it. I didn't... I always tell myself it's hard. Mm-hmm. And I didn't willing to learn. I, I would say that. And I feel like when you close yourself, you not, you will not learn. Even if you, you feel like you want to learn it, but if you always think it's hard and you're not willing to dare learn it, then you will not learn it. And then when I was in U.S., I just like, it's cool actually. It's not that hard and you can get to know a lot of people if you can speak English. And I think I have a cool roommate, like they also Thai, but she can speak English very well. So by that we, I just start from there. She tried to teach me how to speak. I mean, when I was in US, mostly I can understand what people speak, but I cannot answer. I cannot form the sentence. I don't know why you use uh, I do or I am, she is like basic grandma. I don't know anything why you use do and why you use ah or anything. But they like, yeah, I think I just have a good people around me who, who know that I can understand but I cannot speak. So they try very hard to speak to me and just try to make me answer them. I mean, I feel like in, in the beginning, because maybe also because I'm from Thailand, we always ashamed. We are afraid people will make fun of us if we say something wrong. We are afraid that people will not un- understand and th- then if we speak English and we say something wrong and then they will make fun of us. But after some time, I realized no one care about it actually. No one will make fun of you. They will try to understand you. Even if you say something wrong, wrong gamma, wrong word, doesn't matter. No one will laugh at you as long as you speak. So I think after that, I really like English. So when I come back, I I still have some friends that in US and we kind of speak. And at some point, I just can't speak. That is very surprising. I start to be able to speak. And then after I come back, after I able to speak a bit, so then I'm looking for a job. So first, I still want to do something about English. So it have like the teacher assistant for English teacher in Thailand. So after I come back, I apply for that. Like, it's have a foreigner teacher and I am his assistant. So if the student don't understand whatever they say, I will have to translate it. Mm-hmm. Or I prepare for the test or prepare for what they teach, you know. So by that also, I can speak still English every day with my teacher. Because they cannot speak Thai. So, like, I I work with two teachers. One is from U.S. And then I think another one is from maybe England. But, like, one from U.S., she just went to travel in Thailand and also teaching. But one from England, he married and lived there for already 13 years. 
and he can already speak some Thai, but still, I mean, in that company, everyone will have to go with one assistant. Yeah, and at some point, they shared me to one school with dearly, dearly farther away. I mean, one hour from my house. And the teacher have to come to pick me up because he can drive. And then we go to school together. And because it's so far away, I cannot go anywhere. Mm. Because it doesn't have even the restroom around the house. So if if I want to go to eat, if I want to go home, I have to go with my teacher. So if he doesn't want to go or he wants to go at 7 in the morning, I also will have to go with him. And at some point, it's very tired because as he can speak Thai and he stay in Thailand for, for so long, sometimes he also very, I don't know. It's just different, you know, when you can, when you work with something who can speak Thai, but you know that he didn't speak because he also tried to speak English, but his Thai is like perfect. Yeah. So sometimes he also complain about me, why I don't make the student quiet or something. And yeah, so on. And I mean, the whole school is have only him and me as a foreigner teacher and as assistant. So that was also very hard for me because we have to prepare for the whole school. Yeah, so for example, from kindergarten to the primary school, like one, like in Thailand have primary school one to six. So the last time when I teach with another teacher, it was just kindergarten and primary school one or something. So the the student, very young, so it's easier to like, okay, play with them, do something with them. But when they are start to own and they are very in far away in the, not in the city anymore, they not also not listen to you anymore. Like one time, like it have a student I think in primary school three, like they are around ten years old, and they are not listening. So the thing I I tell them to do it like to stand on top of the chair, so as they. They will feel bad, right? Yeah. They should feel bad. You know what I mean? To like stand on the chair alone when the entire class is... You know what I mean? Yes, yes. But they don't feel bad. They enjoy it. And all of their friends start to want to do it too. So I mean, I just... I just don't know what to do with them anymore, you know? Because they don't listen at all. And at some point, I'm so tired to go... And I mean, I only can talk to my teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, at some point, it's just, I don't want to work there anymore. So I was thinking to go to study abroad again. So first I was thinking to study in Australia or in US. But I was thinking I already go to US. So I don't want to go to US again. So and then I was thinking, should I go to Australia? But Australia have a lot of Thai people. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I go somewhere, I dearly want to go somewhere that I can learn the most. Because what is the point if my family will already pay so much? Why not get the most out of it? And then I see Monta, like Monta, you know. Malta? Malta, yes. Yeah, so I see it there and then we're like, yeah, why not? It's almost have no information about that place in the time that I go. But they say, yeah, it doesn't have Thai people. As <laughs> long as I go, I didn't meet any Thai people in school. I didn't meet any Thai people on the <laughs> anywhere. So then I, I want to quit this right so i talked to my mom again as i already know that i already went to us if i want to go again she might not agree mm-hmm. so i say mom if i come back i might be a english because sometimes 
the, someone like to tell my mom, why don't you be an English teacher? Because she also, I also work in it. And I was like, yeah, I'm not good enough. My English is not that good. I should not do it. And then by using that, as I want to go to study more, you know. And first my mom was like, no, you already go. Why, why go again? And I was like, for the last, like for the last time that I asked, if I go this time, I will come back and work and I will pay it off. I mean, I also saved some money already to go, but then they still help me pay with the, like, for school. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And by that, at some point, she also give up. Yeah, I think I did really stop. <laughs> I just didn't give up. So at some point, she give up and she let me go. So I apply for everything, do my visa. And then first I asked my friend again, that she want to go with me and she was like yeah but i'm not ready yet i think i would still need some time to save money still not sure i will want to go or something like the same friend who go to us with me and then i was like hmm should i wait for her or should i go alone but then i decide to go alone because i feel like if i wish if i wait for her I might never go, mm. you know. Then I quit the job. Tell them I will go to study. And then, yeah, I, f- I fly to Malta. And that is also very fun. I was only Thai people in the school. like, in, And my teacher is very good. I think I learned a lot. So my room is next to the school. So from 8 to 12, I think, we are studying. And we have a roommate, a Brazilian girl, Korea, Turkish. So it was very fun. And the the thing is, I really have to speak English. Because if I don't speak, I also will not have any friend. Because I go alone, right? Mm. So it's no Thai people there either. So I really... I mean, I learned a lot because the situation there, it really forced me to like, you have to speak. If you not speak, you also will not survive. Yeah. And then after that, I just go around Europe for almost two weeks alone. Mm. Yeah. So it was also fun. I mean, it's really fun to, to go there. It's really a good memory sometimes I still want to go back again and then I go back to Thailand and and start to working on the translation at first my mom very complaining because at first it's very hard as you are freelancing you will not get a lot of job mm. because people don't know you yet they don't know why they should hire you it have a lot of people who can do the same you are new, you didn't study about it, why they should hire you. And at some point, I feel like it have someone hire me with theory. In that time, I think it's already expensive. But to think back, as now I know how much that they should pay, <laughs> it was very cheap, like mm-hmm. super, super cheap. But I didn't know in that time because, I mean, it's my first job, right? So I accept it and after that, I just get more job and more job. And at first, my mom's still like, why don't you, my mom and my dad still like, why don't you go to work in the company? It will be more stable. What company? Any company or like the government. Doing the same translation? No, just, uh, just anything. anything. Make more people don't need to work from home, you know, you, you need have a social life to don't or work for the government so when you retire you have a stable money and I tell my mom like you think if I work in the government you think me will people like me who can keep that job for like 30 years 30 years without quitting <laughs> and I mean 
at some point, I just start to make a lot of money. With translation, I mean a lot compared to another job in Thailand. I think I make like at least one thousand euro a month. Oh. So in Thailand, it's a lot. So by that, my mom start to stop complaining <laughs> because she she know that I can. I can do it, and I can make more money than I work in, the company or in any office. So, at at that point, she, she doesn't care anymore. And then yeah, sometimes I went to travel with my friend, and then I met, Felix. And after, meeting Felix, I also come to visit him in Germany. And then yeah, we just. Together after that, for how long, already? Uh, until now it's like five year. Five years. Yeah. So, I mean, I I feel like I am interesting a lot of everything. So as you say before, I also like a lot of Photoshop, the video, doing everything with the, mm. you know, I feel like it's fun. And when you can do so much with it, and it's fun, or even drawing, or coloring, but I feel like I'm not so. Sometimes I feel like I'm not so creative. But so I don't know if I can be good, at it. But Felix say I am creative, but I don't think I am. I mean, if I am into something, I can be creative sometimes. But. Sometimes I also not, so if I want to study, I still want to study about like editing the video mm-hmm. or the picture, or another thing I want to study. I want to study how to bake. Like because I like to cook. Yes. As cooking, it's easy. You always can taste it. Everything never can go wrong. Most of the time, it will not go wrong. You can taste. The food, I can burn water. <laughs> it can I mean, go wrong. Yeah, it can go wrong, but most, most, most likely it will not, as you can taste it all the way through. You can still, if you don't like something, you can still add something to balance it, do something fun with it. It's always can can be fun, but with baking, different. Everything has to be in. Like exact amount that it have to be, because if one, one part of it is missing, or you put too much water, too much milk, or too much sugar, too much egg, the the cake can change, and for that you don't know it before you bake it, so you just have to hope, and also the temperature of the oven. And everything can affect it. So, and I mean, when you take it out, if it's bad, you cannot change it. It's done. And I feel like it's very hard. I want to learn why it have to be like that specific. Why you have to put baking soda? Why you have to put baking powder, or something? I mean, and I always feel nervous when I when I. Bake the cake for someone else, because for the cake you never can cut it. You never can cut to see if it look good in the inside, right? Like yes. the few day ago, I uh, um, a week ago, I think I made a crepe cake. So it like a a crepe, like a pancake, like the thin version, and then cream, and then cake, and then cream, like to be a layer. And then strawberry and everything, so by that you never can cut into the middle to see now how it look. If it look good, if it laying good, you never can see it. The moment you can see it, it's the same moment that the birthday person cutting it. Yes. So if it's a mistake, you never can change it. Yes. So for that, it make me very nervous. I never. Feel like I can. I did good enough. I I, 
every time I make a cake, I always feel like I can do better in somehow in something I can. I mean, maybe on something like that, I dare like to make it perfect. So I don't like mistake at all. I will try to make it as perfect as possible. Yeah. So, if I bake the cake wrong, I would not eat it. I would just throw it away. No, like if if I bake it on for us, like for the cookie or something, and I taste it and it's not the way that I like it, it's something missing. I would just throw it away. Feeling will complain. And then I will start to feel sad because I feel like, why it not like that? Why it it doesn't come out as the way I want it? And to give it to another people and it not completely perfect. I will like, oh, maybe I've done, I, I'm not giving it to them anymore because I feel like not good, you know? And Felix always say, it's good. Believe me, it's good enough. You don't need to, it's already look good. It. It doesn't need more. Why you do it more or something? And I mean, but I did, I feel like I'm very low self confident when it come to cooking. When it come to cooking, I think because in I never. Maybe in the family they never compliment when, mm-hmm. <laughs> they taste it. They say yeah it's okay, but never like oh yeah it's good or something. So I never feel like, oh. It's good, you know what I mean. So I don't really believe it. If they, like, of course, a lot of people say that my my cooking is good, but I still sometimes I also tell Felix like, I don't know. If they say it because they are your friend, they are my friend, they know us, or they they really mean it. Yeah, but still, I feel like, yeah, maybe they just stay because. They want me to feel good, you know, because they. You know what I mean. Yeah, I understand what you mean. Yeah. So, do you think that this, not giving compliment, is it a cultural thing or it was just in your family? I think it's the culture thing. Do you did you feel the need of it before coming to Germany or U.S.? Did you feel that okay, I need confirmation here? Mm, no, but I feel like. By not getting the compliment made me feel low self-confident. Because you never get like, oh, you do good. Oh, actually that tastes good. You know what I mean? Didn't that also happen in, in school? Or for instance, teachers, did, didn't they uh, compliment your... I think teachers compliment you, but also like in school... In Thailand, you're not dairy, you always feel like you don't want to ask a question. Uh, you know? So basically, being shy... Yeah, yeah, something like that. ...is very uh, part of your culture. Yeah, I think so. I mean, okay. someone also dairy, not really self-confident, but maybe I, I just not. <laughs> and I feel like... Like you know, uh, I feel like in Thailand when sometimes the the teacher will ask in the end, right? Anyone have any question? Do you have any question? Put your hand up. No one will put the hand up. Sometimes I don't understand it. I also like okay, I will read about it and I will do it on myself. Yes. Different from Felix. Here we will ask it, the question if. When they say, do you have a question? He would just ask it. Yes. And I would be like, don't you feel bad for the people? Maybe they don't know the answer. Yeah, I think also that is the reason I don't want to ask. I feel like if I ask and they don't know the answer, they might feel bad, you know? They might feel like, oh, I cannot answer. I feel ashamed of it or something. So I feel like, I don't need to ask it. Why I need to make them feel bad? So I just not ask any question. Maybe first time you went to the U.S., maybe that would be, or when you came to Europe. Uh, what was the cultural shocks that you got? Like, what was completely different that you were like, ah, oh, this is very different for me, and 
I didn't experience such a thing over there. It can be anything, like from people's habits mm. or something new that it was not a common thing or it was not a common treat. For instance, beer drinking in Germany is is a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. So it was for me. It was very weird in the beginning to say, okay, I come here and see people actually plan to gather together and drink beer. And it's not like gather together and meet each other and talk. No, mm-hmm. the plan and the target yeah, and yeah, the goal is to drink beer. Yeah, in the U.S., I don't feel so much different because I know I I am a lot with the Thai people. So even if I am in U.S., but I have a lot of Thai friends around, so we still does thing the same way that we does. Nothing change. And in Malta, I think because we are students, so we mostly having fun, <laughs> you know, party and have fun. So, so we I don't really feel culture shock for that. Ah, for that Malta, I feel like the one thing is they eat rabbit. They eat rabbit. Yeah, and they eat horse, and they uh, so that was a bit weird, and and I cannot. Like one time, I think, uh. The friend of mine, like his mom making a rabbit, and and tell me I can try them. Like, uh, and I feel bad to say no, right? So I, and but they know that I I don't want to eat it. So I take a bite. I think it's just like swallow it because I, I don't want to taste it, you know, because I feel weird. I don't want to eat rabbit. I I like anymore. I like rabbit. I mean, I, of course, I still eat meat, but I feel like another meat. It. I don't know. They produce it for, for you to eat like pork, chicken. It, it's already, you know, they have a farm and everything, but not a rabbit. Why something weird? I would just eat something. No, for German, I feel like I have some, culture shock. For example, in beginning, the German people very straight, talking. Mm-hmm. They not hold back, anything. So with Felix, in beginning, is a bit hurtful, by not used to it. You know, when you ask something and you answer it like straight, forward. <laughs> I mean, I don't remember, but I even tell tell him sometime that. Why you are so straightforward or something? Yes. But now I used to it, so I also it's also it's a good thing. It's not a bad thing, like. But in beginning, is is kind of weird, and uh also another thing is also the eating, also weird for me, like for example in Thailand we like to eat a lot of thing, at the same time, right. So when we went to the pizza shop, in Thailand we order one pizza and we have a lot of side dish, pasta, chicken. We eat the whole family with one pizza. We share the pizza and we share the small small thing too. But here also in Malta, they order one pizza on their own, and don't eat anything else. Just one pizza. And for me, that is weird. <laughs> Maybe I just not used to it, and I never can finish one pizza on my own. Like never, the maximum would be three slice, and I'm done. And yeah, also the beer drinking in Thailand, we always drink and eat at the same time. So we have some snack, like nut, thin fry, in the shop, like in the bar. But here in the bar, they really just have a drink. Without anything else but drink, and that is very, very weird for me. Like, why you just sit there and drink? Why don't you have some something to eat with it to help it to not get too much like alcohol to the system? If you just eat with it, then you know. And they were like, yeah, but, wow, just drink and talk, and I'm like, okay, that was so weird. Yeah. Or like sometimes feeling like I will go to drink beer with 
a friend, and they just sit there and drink beer. Yeah, that also very weird without anything else, just sit and talk and drink beer. I mean, it's kind of fun sometimes. There is still miss the party and everything time, but also start to use to it. So to go out and and to sit down in the restaurant, it feel very weird. Normally, you just stay home, eat at home. If you want something, you order it, and to sit and have a people around is a bit weird. I think in beginning I was going crazy because mm-hmm. I feel like what we cannot go out. It's not like I go out a lot. I I like to stay inside most of the time, but in beginning it feel like you forced to stay inside. I feel like why well, I don't have anything to do anymore. It's so bored. I want to go out. Just I don't know. Go to eat something. Go to shopping. You know, just go out. And. After a few months, now it's just like, oh, I like to stay home. Don't need to go out anymore. Just stay home. Mm. <laughs> it start to have something to do when you are at home. It in beginning it was quite, bored and quite weird, right? To just stay home and cannot go out. But now it's okay. Cool. I very miss traveling. Luckily, we married before everything start. Mm-hmm. And we was planning to honeymoon. But that never happened. The honeymoon never come. Yes. So we was thinking to go to Turkey again because it's close and it's not expensive and we like it there. And then when we was planning the COVID is start already. And then we was afraid if we go to Turkey and then the COVID is very bad and we cannot go back. So that's why mm. we still didn't go anywhere. Yeah, so traveling is will be the one that I I would like to do the most. Going out to eat, maybe. Because to feel like you don't need to take care of everything on your own anymore. It also feel nice to just sit and like, Oh, I want water. I want that and that. Just eat and don't need to clean and then can go. That's also nice. So did you also thought that um, ever that you thought you don't belong to in here in Germany or you don't fit or you you're not a part of this culture or people or this country or you, did you thought that people treat you differently than, than German people? Well, for me, I feel like not much because Felix was German. So most of the time he will try to protect me as he can. But sometimes still feel like I don't belong here because I don't speak the language yet. So sometimes when I sit with a group of people, like sometimes his friend or someone, and I know that they can speak English, but sometimes they just speak German. And they're sitting there, don't understand anything. And sometimes I feel sad because I feel like if I don't if I don't mind if they cannot speak German, I can sit there and feel like we'll try to translate, you know, time to time. But sometimes it's just sad to know that they can speak English very well, but they always switch back to sure. to German. And I feel like sometimes for that it's Sometimes it feels sad. You feel like, okay, I would just... It's like you sit in the middle of the conversation that you didn't belong or sit in the middle of the conference or something, but you, no one talk to you. You just sit there and people just talk past you and you don't get anything. Yes. So for that, sometimes it's it quite sad. But Felix still try to... To translate or to try to make them speak English but I mean I also understand sometimes they might feel uncomfortable to speak English because it's also not their language right so by that maybe better to fix it on myself maybe to learn German so I can speak to them better yeah you're planning 
planning, planning to study German again before the end of the year. When I asked you where do you want to take pictures, you said this playground, and we took the picture with the swing over there. Yeah. What do you like about it? I think because in when I was young, I didn't go so much to the playground. It doesn't have so much of of them in Thailand, or maybe because my family were busy and I, we didn't go much to the playground. So when I go there, I will feel young. You know, you always feel like, oh, it has so many things that you can play, and always feel like. You can you can you can play it now. You can take it as much time as you want. As you just don't have it when you're young, so now you can play it. Yeah, so that I think that why I like it see. when I when I see the slide also. I also sometimes I also like to play it. Because, yeah, I think sometimes it just take you back to the memory when you're young and you go to play with your family, even if it doesn't have much. <laughs> But yeah, and I also feel very good. Like in Germany, they have a lot of playground, so I feel very happy for the kid here that they can, they enjoy, so much of like playing outside that, as as a kid I didn't have much. So as as I don't have much, I feel like I want to to have it even if now I I am older. You know what I mean. Make mm-hmm. it up to yourself. Yes. We talked about your past, like mm-hmm. your your connection to your mom. So you told how much like you listened yeah. to them, even you decided not to follow what they said <laughs> about studying yeah. and everything. What about from here on? Do you have any? Uh, not anything planned, like any goal, any dream. You talked about like um, baking, mm-hmm. and you want to learn it. So, something in that regard, or something with with language, or something big or small that you want to achieve. I think I want to, like for sure, I want to study German, and I want to learn cooking, but I don't know yet. When or, you know, because, like, as I lost my dad last year, it's hard for me to even go on with. Lie, kind of, yes. and yeah, I feel like I want to. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I also want to take my mom to to Germany. Because I mean, I I also want her to see where I live and take her to travel when she when she can. Because I mean, as my dad passed when he sleep, so I feel like we never know how much time we have left with them. So I feel like I try to spend more time with her, at least call her, try to. Make it up to her more, even if she doesn't need it, or just call her. Even if I am in Germany, some sometimes I still call her. Like, do you want to eat something special? I will order it for her, oh. because I feel like maybe I just feel like I should done it more yes. before. So now for that, I feel very maybe regret, and so that's why I I try to. Do more and try to, yeah. So that I think that was I what I trying to achieve this year to maybe go back more to schedule on my life in everything because this year also didn't like since last year also hard until now still hard so kind of. Didn't do much at all because it didn't. I mean, sometimes you just didn't want to do anything. You just feel tired. You just feel like you have no point of doing all of that. So, yeah, for that, I think this year I want to, at least, maybe, going back on schedule. 
and maybe then I can move on from there to study German and learn to cook and then maybe take my family here to Germany after they get the vaccine and COVID it's a bit calm down. Yes. Yeah. I think I think time didn't I don't I cannot even say that time even make me feel better. Time just made me deal with it easier. But didn't make me feel like I hurt less mm-hmm. or anything. Because I mean every time I think about it I still hurt the same. But I feel like as the time passed by I I I mean I try to distract myself with another thing. I I try to I don't know, not not think about it as much as in beginning. I mean, it's it's still not easy to distract yourself all the time, right? But like, at least I feel like you can deal with it in some way easier. I mean, but you have to ask Felix, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's very hard. Sometimes I feel bad for him because sometimes I very, as I am very sad, my mood is also not stable. Sometimes he do something so little and then I very get upset because I just not happy in general, you know. Yeah, so I think if you say Tom, Tom is not here with the hurt with the pain, but maybe Tom will make you know how to deal with it at least how to make it how to move forward with it and also seeing the therapy at least help to to hear from someone that it's not only me who who have this experience to hear from someone that as someday it will be okay again, even if it will still always hurt, but at least sometime it will be okay. At least I will feel okay, I will can go through. I mean, even if when you hear it from the another people to your friend or something who say, just move on, just be strong and, and move on, be strong for... I don't know for your family and and move on. He doesn't want to see you sad. That what I hear a lot in Thailand. My all my friends will say, "Be strong. Move on." He would don't want my dad would don't want to see me sad, but it's not as easy as it yeah. seems like. Yeah, everyone say so by everyone saying that I never tell them anymore that I cry. I never tell them anymore about I said. I never tell them anymore that I, you know, about him. I would just talk about another topic because I know that if I, whatever I tell them, they would just say, don't cry, be strong. He would don't want that or something. Yeah. And feeling also helping a lot, but Sometimes you also didn't feel like he experienced the same thing when you talk to the people. So I feel like seeing the therapy, sometimes it's very hell to hear from the therapy that it's not only me having this experience. It's someone like me somewhere and it's not a bad thing to feel like this. And he will not feel bad or to see me cry, or that I can cry, or it's okay to to feel sad, or just how to deal with, how to see it on more, not like positive side, but not too negative side, that to deal with, like you cannot change it, how to, I don't know, make, make it easier, <laughs> yeah. Yes. To hear, yeah, to hear that, like, and I, I mean, the therapy also say, like, yeah, 
at least you should be happy that not a lot of people experience something like this, like a strong connection that you love someone so much until you feel this bad. So you should be happy about it. At least you have that connection. Yeah, and for that, it also made me feel at least. Good, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So basically, so when you feel that down, and that sad, that after a year you're still feeling the same amount of pain, it means that you had something before that you lost. You had the, mm. you loved someone that much. Yeah. That losing him made you so sad. So yeah. it means that you have the ability to love people. You have yeah. the you have the tool you have the power to be connected to people that much and that's something that you cannot buy with any amount of money. Yeah, of course. But sometimes to think about that is also hurt. Like to lose someone is very hurt. So to love someone so much and to lose them is very, very hurt, and to not able to, to speak. To them, or to not seeing them, or to not able to do anything that you planning to do with them, and everything come come with the shock is very very hard. It's and it's very very hurt. Yeah, so still try to deal with it, but yeah, I some sometimes it feel okay. Sometimes it feel sad. It hit like. A web. Sometimes it it hit you out nowhere. You can watch a movie, something show up mm-hmm. that remind you of him, and you just start to feel like cry. Mm-hmm. You start to feel like, and sometimes it's sad. It feel like life, life. It's not fair. Why it have to happen to me? People, a lot of people who are sick, but they don't die. Someone who have cancer. They still can survive, right? But my dad didn't seek. He he didn't have anything. He just didn't wake up. So sometimes for that, it just feel like why 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 is so unfair. It's also harder for me because I'm not there, right? Because I I was yes. in in Germany, so it was very hard for me. I mean. Uh. I mean, every every time I think about it, I will start to think like, yeah, I should talk to him more, maybe by the phone. Like I call my mom every day in general. But maybe I sh- but my dad not very talkative in the phone and and, you know, and my mom he will always of course he will hear me talking to mom, so, I think around that time something. In me, always telling me. I I also tell Felix a lot of time. I should talk to dad. But then I was talking to mom, and she ended the call, and was like, "Oh, I didn't tell mom mm. that I want to talk to dad again. Maybe I do it tomorrow." And then I always postponed it for tomorrow, and tomorrow until it doesn't have tomorrow anymore. So for that, it also very, very hard. Like, I wish that I. Speak to him before, at least just, you know, say say something, tell him, talk to him, or what, or even know that I it will be the last time before I left to Germany to to say goodbye to him. Maybe I will try to do it better, if I if I just know. But of course, no one will no one will know. But it still didn't change the. The feel, the feeling, right? Even if you don't, you don't know, that you cannot change it, but in your brain you still have what if yes. you can do it. It will, it will, if it will change anything. What if I've been there on that night? If I see it before, if I try to wake him up, if I do CPR, if I. Whatever will he still there? I mean, it just. When you are not there, the reality and the in the brain it just doesn't matter. Like for me, sometimes I still think that he is still there. 
because I mean I just you know I just didn't see that he gone. Yeah. So to think, to think, even until nowadays, to see at home, to think at home, I still think that he is there. So sometimes when to say it out loud that he passed, to, to really think that he passed, it really hurt. I think my brain just had to keep like, why you sad? He is there. Don't need to be sad. But in reality, he is he is not there, and. Yeah, I mean it. Just I mean with, I just cannot. I mean I just cannot. How to I don't know how to make it better, how to make it less pain or how to. Say it's okay. Like I mean, I never talk about this with my family, because for me I don't want them to feel worry about me. I I feel like I. Already live in Germany. If I tell them that I'm sad, they might be worried. Mm-hmm. So better. So in front of them, in front of everyone, I was just happy. Even if I just there is down and cry with feelings, but if my mom call, I would just smile and talk about another thing. They don't. They doesn't need to know. They only need to see one side, right? I mean, they don't need to see that I'm sad. That what I am, I mean, maybe if I can, I talk to them, it might be easier. But I don't want them to at least worry to feel like, how are you? Did you feel down? Did you sad or something? Yeah. So I feel like better to not tell them. <laughs> at least not when I am in Germany. So I don't even know if they know that I'm. I still sad that I see therapy, and everything, yeah. Or even if I tell them, will they feel weird because in front, in front of them, I just uh, I'm okay. I'm happy. I already move on with my life. But maybe deep down, my mom still. No, but yeah, she also didn't say anything. So. Do you think it's also the same for them? Maybe, I also don't know. Yeah. Like sometime, one time my sister called, because she dream about my dad, and she dream that she hug him, and when she start to tell him the story, she start to cry. So for that, I also know that she really miss him. Mm. I start to cry too, but be acting like. He didn't cry, nothing was happened, and then we just end the call. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like they have so much thing to deal with that they don't need to. Put me into one thing that they have to worry about. So, I mean, my sister have two kids, so she already have to. Deal with it, you know, my mom. Also there, and so I I don't want them to, to, to worry about me, and yeah I don't know maybe they also the same maybe, yeah time to time I will ask Felix if he think that they also miss him, the same way that I did, yeah and of course he say of course, I mean every time since since the last time I come back, uh I was there for his one hundred day ceremony mm-hmm. right. And we put his bone into like the some kind of house in the temple. I don't know what they call it in English, and every time if I go there, I take a look. I try to speak, and then I will start to cry. I just, I I I just cannot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just hard for me. It's just hard to. To think that he is very gone, yes. I mean. So so the thing is, I f- I feel like if you not say it out loud, if no one say it. If you not say it, if I'm not say it, it's not real, your brain just not admitted it. If I'm not say it, he passed. If if my mom not say it, he's still there. I call my mom, he still there. It doesn't matter. Normally when I call my mom, he also not speaking to me. Mm. He away. Listening, so it's the same. 
Did nothing change. So if no one said out loud for me, he is still there. Uh, as you said, you can't change past. Always people say, "Yeah, if I knew that, that's the last time I see my mom, for instance, or I see my dad, I would hug them one more minute." Yeah. If I if I knew that I will break up with my lover. I would kiss them for like ten more times for the mm-hmm. last thing, yeah. right? And what only we can do is to not take what we already have for granted. And now you have you have seen, and now you're grateful to having your mom. Yeah, of and now you're like, okay, I talk to my mom every day, mm-hmm. and I don't want her to feel alone. Yeah, I don't want her to feel, and so that is also. And I think that okay, at least I know how much my mom is important for me. Yeah. So you can just make that up. You can call her more. You can take care of her more. Yeah, that what I trying to do. I think because I feel I have a lot of regret. Not like before, I'm I didn't do much or something. Before I also I I think I also do as much as I. Can I take them to travel? I pay for them, and I take them abroad and everything. But I still, it, I just didn't feel like it's enough. I feel like it just start my. My time to take care of them. My time to give back just start, but then now he already gone, so only person that I have left is my mom. So whatever she want. I I will try to give it because, I don't know. I just don't want to, to feel like it, to feel like this again. But of course, I know that if one day she she pass, I might feel like this again. That's I also you. tell Felix like if my mom pass now, I will cannot take it anymore. And Felix say yeah, I will have to talk to your mom that he can. She have to stay at least, twenty years more. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's just hard. Hard to 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 think about it to to deal with it. In this episode, you listen to Jane. Now you can go back to her portrait and see her from a new perspective after listening to her story. <laughs>